Good evening, everybody. This evening, Amir Hashem, the Shir will combine a Mizma of Tehillim, that's Mizma Kuf Lamad Vov, and the theme of Pesach. Okay. So, this is the introduction. The Seder night is the time that, through the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we heighten, reawaken, sharpen, focus our awareness of the roots of our people of Kali Yisrael, its formation as a nation, and our Amunah and Betochen in Hashem. That Amunah and Betochen is based on the fact that our Kali Yisrael is Boyer Umanik, he created the world, and organizes the world, and everything about which we live in. This is an annual need to go back, spend in Chutzlah, it's two nights, in Eretz Yisrael, it's one night, a reawakening and focusing and sharpening this message of Emunah B'Tochun in our Kodesh Baruch Hu, and ultimately, to therefore give thanks to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, sharing our Kodesh which culminates in the recitation of Halel. So, the recital of the Haggadah narrative leads us through the story to climax in an outpouring of Hakar Satov, of gratitude to Hashem, with the recitation of Halel, which is the Halel HaMitzri. That's the Tzayshis Romim, it's a Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Avdeh Hashem, and the one which the Medrash says, Valar Avdeh Paro, we're no longer the servants of Paro, the Tzayshis Romim, Mitzrayim, and then we actually stop, make the Bracha on the Gula, drink the wine, and then go into Matzah Mara, etc., and Shulchan Aruch, and that's where the first part of Halel stops. At the end of the meal, Azbuch Samozan, etc., the third cup of wine, we take up the theme of Halel again, and say the rest of Halel HaMitzri, Ma'oshiv, etc., Chagil Hashem, Kitoki, Lalem Chasto, Ona Hashem, the whole gamut of the hymn, and then we go into Mizma Kuf Lamadvav, the Halel Hagodo. That is the order of the Seder night as we have it. And that is the Emmas, the annual need, and perhaps one should explain that need to reawaken ourselves. It's a Moshe heard this year for the first time from Rabbi Erlanger, Rabbi Erlanger, and I think it's a brilliant Moshe. It, it, it works here at Pesach and many, many other attitudes and ideas. To, to cut a long story short, you can really enjoy yourself. Chaim Yankel was a lumberjack, and, uh, and to practice his profession, he was really good. He uh, did all the training, and um, he put on the muscle power, and then he exercised, and he kept himself in good nick, and he rested, and he, he was a really, really good thorough lumberjack. He understood trees, he understood what he was doing. He started a new job, and he wanted to impress his boss, so he went out there on the first day, and he took his axe, and he, you know, chopped down 12 trees. Wow. Uh, felled 12 trees in one day really went back to the boss boss was ever so happy this is wonderful thank you you know thank you very much that's great guy was really really on top form went home showered ate did his exercises went to bed good night's sleep doing the same tomorrow as it was he chopped and chopped and chopped same amount of energy that he used the day before only ended up chopping down 11 trees okay went to the boss didn't do that well today I'll try harder tomorrow only 11 trees I'm sorry 11 trees is quite good yeah. William Third day, managed 11 trees again, but it seemed to be work harder. He seemed to have a work, is it? 
And so it went down day after day. He went in there and he was using more and more and more energy for less and less and less trees until he just couldn't understand what was happening. He sort of dropped from 12 a day to 6 a day and he was struggling uh, using the same amount of, uh, of time per day, but he was struggling. So he went to his boss and said, what's happening? I don't understand. He said, excuse me, can, I know you're an expert lumberjack, but could, could you allow me just a few moments to inspect your axe? And the gentleman, my uncle, gave the boss the axe. The axe looks at the edge, the cutting edge of the axe head. It was blunt. He said, have you ever thought of sharpening it? Yes, 12 years on the first day, it's because it's sharp. That's why it cut it down, and that's why you were able to do what you did. By the time you've used the axe again and again and again and again, it dulls. And that is the story. I love the marshal. It fits in perfectly here. That why do we have to have that one day a year? Because they are munubu talking. We have an akolish baruchu. We use it all year for every situation that comes our way, good, bad, indifferent. Whether it's our course, I'll tell you something special happening. Whether it's the munubu and we're talking about Unfortunately, the opposite happens. We use it daily. It becomes blunted. We've got to go back each year and reawaken, sharpen up uh, the, 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 our, our, our belief in Amun and Betochen Hashem. By the way, the same thing would be true of Elul and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. It fits. It's a beautiful marshal. It fits in very well. But I think that explains one of the reasons why annually we've got to go back to that. Well, yeah, absolutely, it's absolutely. It's to reawaken. Sometimes we need to chizuk. There are many things. There's a gemara in Bokhaz, There are many things in life that needs chizuk. One of them is to fill up. Um, and yeah, we can. Okay, right. So that's why we go back again to the, subject, the story of 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 the Yitzhak time. But the Halil is split into two. The Halil Hamitzri is divided into two: two paragraphs before the meal, two paragraphs after the meal. The reason given by some Mepharshim is that the first two paragraphs deal with the Nisim of Yetzirah Mitzrayim and therefore they follow directly after the recital of the Haggadah. You've finished the Sipu Yetzirah Mitzrayim, you've finished the Vigadah Zalavimcha, we've reached a climax, let's say Halel, let's say thank you, and those two first two paragraphs deal with Yetzirah Mitzrayim. Whereas the second part of Halel that we use after the meal uh, is a tefillah and a halel on the ge'ulah asidah. We are now looking, turning from Yitzhak Mitzrayim to look forward into the future and the Beis HaMashiach, the ge'ulah asidah, the full fulfillment of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem HaKadosh Mayach that everybody will recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu and give HaKara and be ma'amin in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After we finish this halel ha-mitzri, we then continue with Mr. Kuf Lamudvov, Halal Hagodo. It's called Halal Hagodo. Now the Gemara in Psochim tells us why it is called Halal Hagodo, but it does not indicate why we have to say it on Seder nights. And the Gemara is like this: Tonu Rabbonon, Rabbonon have learnt Revi'i. When you come to the fourth cup of wine, in our fifteen orders, that would be. After the after the meal, we 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 done we we benched, and then we say halal. Where is it? Excuse me a minute. 
He started Hala with Shafarich HaMoscha. Straight after the Moscha, we drink the third case, we now start, we fill the case again, we now start in Hala. Shafarich HaMoscha Lazem. There's a minag where you fill the case, which case, okay, that's not our concern this evening. But we start this Halel. So we're going to finish off the two paragraphs of Halel, Loilanu and whatever. Make sure I get it right. Loilanu and Mahafi. Hashem Zacharanu, etc. And we finish off the Halel. When we finish that, we, we go straight into the Halelucha. Some people will make the bracha at the end of that Halel, others not. And we go straight on to Kuflam and Vav. And this is all over the fourth cup of wine. We're only going to drink the fourth cup of wine when this is all over. So, the fourth cup of wine, you finish off the Halal HaMitzvah. And then you say Halal HaGodor. These are the words of Rabbi Tafan, who we pass in like other, other authorities in the Gemara say we say Mizmullah David, or whatever. There are other opinions, but we follow Rabbi Tafan. The Lomon, it's it tells us he's going to say Halagol, but it doesn't say why. It does tell us why it's called Halagol. The Loman Nikrosh my Halagol. Why is it called Halagol? Amar Rabbi Yochanan Mifnisha Kodesh Baruch Hu Yoshe Berumo Shel Olam Kodesh Baruch Hu sits in his place at the edges of the of the, of the universe Umachalik Mezonus Lachol Barrier and gives food to everybody. Everybody knows the left Lachol Bosom. Kodesh Baruch Hu is the provider. Amar Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi. Says Rabbi Shuban Levi, Hane Esim Vesheish Hoidu. In this Mizma of Kufla Madvav, we are going to say, Hoidul Hashem Kitoi Kila Elam Kasta. We're going to say Kila Elam Kasta 26 times. Says Rabbi Shuban Levi, what is this 26? What's the significance? Keneged Esim Vesheisha Doirois. The 26 generations from the time that Akalish Baruch created the world until he gave the Torah. And since there was no Torah, the Zon Osom Bechasto in his outstanding kindness because the Suchus Torah is what keeps the world going and therefore would give food to the world and even though there was no Torah for 26 generations those 26 generations were also no Sinlech they was also Kila Olam Chasto his Chesed okay so we know why Halal HaGodo because HaKadosh Baruch gives sustenance to the whole world 26 ha- uh, phases in the Halal HaGadol, because those are the 26 generations that we, we're, when HaKadosh Baruch gave sustenance to the world, which they, the Torah wasn't in existence. And I want to ask, add one more little piece of the Gemara, which we'll actually use later on. Omar Reb Shizbi Mishmed Rebbe Elozah ben Azariah, Koshim Mazaynosov Shal Otom Kekriya Shamsov, well known my Mechazal, the Mazoina Shel Odom, the sustenance of man, is, is most difficult, like Kriyash Yamsuf. Dechsev, because it is written in Mizma Kuf Lamad Vav, Noisin Lechem Lechal Bosaki Lailam Chastai, the Samoch Lei, Legoze Yamsuf Ligzorim, splitting of the Red Sea. So you've got the, the, contra, the, the counterbalance of Legoze um, Yamsuf Ligzorim, Akash Baruch split the sea into, uh, into 12 different. Bunch of the the Shvot and Kamuk too says the Medrash or whatever, and we've got Nois Nechem Lachabosa. This is to teach us that Nois Nechem Lachabosa has a has a connection with Kriyas Shamsov, and it means that it's Koshim Mazay Nois of Shel Adam Kriyas Shamsov. Okay, that's the Gemara, but we're still left with Vaisei Halalagodo. Very nice, but connecting link. Now, according to 
the Abarbanel and other Mephoshim on the Haggadah, it is because there is a mention of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Kriyash Yamsuf in the Halal Haggadah, with other aspects as well, but there are Kriyash Yamsuf and, uh, and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim there. We will talk about that in a moment, but that is our Barbanel, and many of the on the Haggadah follow that derech. That since you're going to have mention made in this Halal Haggadah of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Kriyash Yamsuf, it's worth saying on Saturday night. I would like to add my own personal reason. Um, Nirali, and as I always say, you can argue with it if you like, but this is what I believe, that Emmas is in keeping with that which we've already mentioned, that this second half of the Haggadah is talking about the Geulah HaAsidah. We're look, looking forward to the future. And this is how the, uh, the, the Siponu actually introduces the Halal Haggadah, Mismar Kuflamadvav. He says, B'zeha Mizmar, in this Mizmar of Kuflam Advov, Hazir HaMashayre, Dovin HaMelech, the psalmist, warns, Espenei Yemois HaMashiach, the people, us, who are living in the times of the coming of Mashiach, or with Mashiach, lost this Toidolokelis Barach, to give thanks to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, Al Tuva and his goodness, for Chasodov and his kindness, Sha'osla Minu Hanushi, that he has done for the whole of humanity, Bechloloi, in its fullness, over the Yisrael Befrat, and specifically for Bnei Yisrael, over there, and for this reason, to give that thanks, and to keep me cognizant of Chaspe Hashem, the Mizma puts forward a number of um, intellectual signs, who has renewed the world, and kept the world going. So it comes out that why we are saying Halagodo is for our time. Laosid, turning our face to the future. And that is what the whole of the second part of the Haggadah after benching is going to be about. That's what Halal is about, as we said before. It is very interesting to note, again, Nira Lee, um, I said this many years ago, I think I saw it once upon a time also, much later in Haggadah, but I say it over my own name because it's one of my tradition. That in the Halal Haggadah, you have 26 verses, as we've just said. And at the end of Dayenu, where it says, Kamo. <laughs> For all those things, and it goes through the Dayan, he actually lists 15 different things. Dayan only has 14 phrases, but in the Achan Achas Kamar Kamar, there's 15 phrases because it finishes off, the building of the base of Middash, is what we were actually, in fact, looking forward to. But it hasn't happened yet. There are 15. Yud K. And we know. Until the Bias HaMashiach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name will never be complete. It will always be 15, half a name. With the destruction of Amalek and the coming of Mashiach, we will have what? La'osid? Yudkei Vovkei, the Gematria 26. Kilo Elam Kaspe. That's the Halal HaGadol. It fits in beautifully with what we've just said. So the reason I'm putting forward for why we say Halal HaGadol tonight 
is because it focuses us on the Gula Asida as well. Sorry, are you saying that just that one is Halal Haggadah? That's right. Just this one? That's this one. Oh, I see. That's, uh, it's called Halal Haggadah. That's so the thing. Just one? Monthly Haggadah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's not called Halal Haggadah. Nishmas is a compilation of different sukim. It's not, right. so, it's not, well, it's not like a bit of zilim. It's not it's a compilation. It's, uh, it's got its own own, own uh, theory as well. Why it's put like that? I mean, who wrote it? And it's, it's, it's not. It's a compilation. Why don't you say that Kuplavatei is also? Ah, oh, well, good question. Good question. We'll come to that. Yep, we're on the way. Right, one minute. Okay. No, oh, a few minutes anyway. Um, agav. 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 I. 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 I Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that. Let's go to Mizma Kuflam involved then, and the opening words, which is the opening pasuk. Hodel Hashem Kitov, give thanks to Hashem for He is good. Kila Olam for His kindness is everlasting. Um, I heard in the name of Shimon Weingarten, the two keys to life. Hodel Hashem Kitov, Kila Olam which I thought was very, a very sweet vart. That, uh, that if we can bear in mind that Hakadosh Baruch we should give praise because He's always good, and look forward to that chesed because it's actually everlasting. That's a, two, two good keys to life. But what's pshat? <laughs> well, that might be pshat. Let's let's have a look what the Rishonim say. What the Radak says. The Radak says as follows: The Dovra Melach is telling all the world, Thanks. Give praise to our Kaddish Baruch And the reason for this is, Ki, since his goodness and his kindness is upon us, only good and for everybody. And this middle of Chesed, his middle of Chesed, is Nemshechis L'Oilam Vayed, carries on eternally, and which is not true, says the Radak, of Midas Chesed of Bos of Adam, which only is transient for the, for the time it lasts. Um, the Tif Tehillos explains that man is finite and therefore is limited and by definition therefore his life span is limited and fixed and therefore his chesed will also be limited by this humanity that we are there is no end there is no boundaries and since if that is so and since that is so therefore his middle chesed has no boundaries and no end and, and, and nothing in, 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 to stop it from happening. And therefore, we say concerning Hashem Kodesh Baruchu, Kila Olam Chastoi. And that we've got to bear in mind, and, and the Tziv Tehillah actually wants to tell us that that is why every phrase finishes with the words Kila Olam Chastoi, because man has to actually enroot this in his heart. He's got to be Mashrish Beliboy in Yenzer, the Chesed of HaKadosh Baruchu is Nimshechis Olam. And whatever he does is chesed. Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the world with chesed. And whatever he does is going to be everlasting. That is pshat according to the Radak and how it's explained by Tzvi Tehillos. I have one small ha'ora, something to, to think about. If the chesed you do for somebody is finite, for instance, only comes to the door and you give him a donation, and he goes away and uses that donation for whatever purpose he needs it. Yes, it's finite. When the money I gave him runs out, the chesed, to a certain extent, I have done, runs out. I, I accept that. 
But what happens if the chesed you're doing with somebody is a ruchniyistic chesed spirituality to start with? You take somebody under your wing and you teach them Torah, and you make them fulfil mitzvahs properly. Isn't that nitzchias? Isn't that a chesed that will go on forever because it will be perpetuated by by his furtherance? He'll keep Torah mitzvahs. He'll have a from families keeping Torah mitzvahs. They will elevate and uh, uh, uh. so I wasn't quite sure of this difference between, and maybe that is pshat, that chesed is dafka in something finite and not infinite, but then you say so, but we do know the halagol is all about providing the world with its sustenance as, as, as we said from the Gemara, so I'm not quite sure how that all fits in, it's one of the passing thoughts that I had. If you have someone, let's say you have a bit of money and you have worked for a number of years mm. and then because you have helped them they are able to establish a family etc. It goes further than just them. Yeah, it's a ripple effect. I accept okay. that. But the ripple effect ultimately is going to be finite because we don't know the future and it's, the poor old Chaim Yankel, um could you know, put his money on a the money I gave him on a bad deal and lose a whole lot but I have done the chesed. But it's, I, I accept when you give physical chesed it is finite. The person is unwell, and you give him the right medication. You're a doctor. You help him out. But it's finite because ultimately, I've never some Shona. I mean, I'm going to, you know, it's not going to be here. So I understand that, that, but I don't understand when the Chesed I'm doing. That, that's my Shaila. Not, I don't, if the Chesed I'm doing is ultimately a Ruchnius Chesed to start with, the Moshe Feinstein is very clear in one of his Teshuvas where he's asked by a yeshiva man, how much time do I have to give up to learn with others not as, not as good as myself? But Moshe seems to be passing the halacha. The same as you have to give masks off him, you have to give a tenth, a tithe, a tithe, a tenth of your, uh, uh, for charity, of money. Similarly, there must be something along those lines for t- learning with others as well. And he actually writes that in a tshuva. So, there is this concept of giving a ruchnis chesed. And if that is so, I would have said that's also eternal. Whether it's perpetrated by a human being or by Hashem, it's eternal. It's just a passing thought. It's something to think about. It's not, uh, there's not, there's not, you know... The is eternal. The zechus of any is eternal, but I'm not talking about the zechus. I'm actually talking about... This is not zechus. This is a straight line between my learning to Chaim Yankos and his anical sitting in Koilo. I'm not talking about zechus in here. So I'm talking. Chesed, you've turned the gashmis into. Yeah, but that, that can be compo- carpe- carpe- put into compartments. Compartmentalized. Forget it. Put into compartments, <laughs> and and you can talk about Skava Einish in the Olam Haba, which is the place for it. But not it, it's not nitzchis. I gave money. Right. Masha Enkein. If I give a ruchnius to help, then that is going to go on, not, not because of Shavu Einish, because Ruchnius is Ruchnius, and therefore it lives forever. When you bring Ruchnius into the world, it's infinite. It will always be there. <laughs> you haven't convinced me I, 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 otherwise. Right. So let's get back to, let's get back to Kuflam Evol. One's spiritual and one's practical. Yeah. And if it's spiritual, therefore, I'm emulating our Kodesh Baruch is what I'm supposed to be doing anyway. You, you, you have that, that, that concept in Chazal that I should be emulating God and I am really when giving out Ruchnius dealing out Ruchnius 
I am emulating a Kodesh Baruch Hu. I'm just as I, I gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu for no charge, therefore you should teach Torah for no charge, etc., etc., etc. Okay. But all the things that Hashem does, that we copy Him, he clothes the people and he buries the dead. But it's infinite because ultimately I gave him a beautiful suit, but, you know, three years down the line, if he plays football in it. That's the hero, what they'll do with yeah, it. But, but then it's finite. That chesed stops. He had a lot of hanor from wearing my suit for the first three weeks, and then that stopped. It's finite. The difference between infinite and finite. Right, can we leave that one? Can we, we you discuss it at the same table? Okay, right. <laughs> um, I would, I would like now, if you don't mind, to go back to Ms. Mokoflamovov. And I would like to, uh, in the words of Rav Feldman's or Leibniz Gesundheit, always use about a wondrous, a wondrous explanation of Kuflamovov to be found in Rav, from Rav Marcus Lehman in the Lehman's Haggadah. It is quite lengthy, and the English of the Lehman Haggadah is only second in perfection to the translation of Rav Hirsch. I mean, it really is straight out of here. But if you have a Lehman Haggadah and you want to read it in full, it is actually on page 298, and it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. I'd I like to go through it with you. I, I, I've placed it, and I hope, uh, hope you enjoy it as much as I did. It's absolutely wonderful. He asked a question that... He asked the question, he poses the question, that it doesn't seem likely that Chazal introduced us to say the whole of Kuflam evolved because of six psukim. If you count out the psukim that have to do with Yetis Mitzrayim and Kriya Shamsuf, there are six of them. Three of them to do with Yetis Mitzrayim and three to do with Kriya Shamsuf. The rest have got nothing to do with anything of, of that nature. And he says, unlike, and he said, anyway, if you wanted to pick Mizmorim to talk about Yetis Mitzrayim, there are others, like Kuflam and Hay, which are far, far more pertinent to the story of the going out of Mitzrayim, as you just asked. He said, because of this, he said, the truth is that what, Akolish, what the Chazal are doing is much, much, much deeper. And although when reading through Kiroflam Evov, we might actually begin to feel that there's no significance or order in what's going on, the order of the Pesukim is very specific, and it is there to teach us a most important lesson. And the Meshorah wishes to teach us that everyone should be Makir Toiv. His intention, he had thereby persuaded the whole world to acknowledge the gratitude due to Hashem. If that were the case, says Rav Lerman, Choydul Hashem Kitoi Kila Elam Chastoi is all that I need to say. Give faith, give thanks. He said, but human nature is not like that. He says, he knows human nature and is aware that gratitude is one of those virtues that is least evident amongst men. And women, for that matter, I would have thought. But okay, maybe they're better oh, at it. Thank but you. We have the ma- <laughs> Mankind. Hmm? Mankind. Mankind. I think that's what he means, yeah. yeah you know, but that, the, the, he says, yes, we are makiotoids, but in the short term. Yeah, person does good for you, you're makiotoid immediately, but that wears off. That car wears off, that gratitude wears off. So, although Akos is what we want to prove, 
and also that man's ability to give Akkadah Satoyed is somewhat limited therefore I've got to go on and I've got to point out that if you keep HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah and give HaKadah Satoyed to Hashem as is deserving great but if not you should know and these are the next two Hodus Hodu Lelekeo Elekim and Hodu Laadone Hadonim HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly benevolent but he is also the judge of all judges and the master of all masters. And if a person does not give HaKadosh HaTov to recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's good, if man does not show that HaKadosh HaTov, then Hashem will, in his office of judge and master, make him recognize through justice and mastership that you have to give HaKadosh HaTov. And although HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chesed goes on forever, it is punishment that leads him back to the leads man back to the uh, proper path. So either Hodel Hashem Kitoki Lalom Chastoy as it should be, but if not, please remember the Kodesh Baruchu is the just master, judge and master of the universe. However, the Mishoda wants us to know that it's not only constant gratitude that we're interested in but it's exclusive gratitude that we're interested in. In other words, it is to Hashem alone who supplies all our needs. There is no place for saying, look at what I did. It's not what God did for me. And therefore, number four, is all that comes our way comes away by Hashem himself. Yes. <laughs> Chum just reminded me of Rabbi Rubin, um, now in South, it was in South Manchester, now in Manchester. My brother's Machutin. And at the Chasna, he, he's a Gerachos, I should describe him. He's a Gerachos, um, tall, rotund gentleman wearing a Spodacom top. And, w- and when, he, when, he, when, he, when he spoke at the Chasna, my, my, he, he bellowed out in this large American accent and says, God has never helped me do anything. And there's, can you imagine the Manchester community? Stunned silence, you know. Yes, he's always done it all by himself. That is what the Mizma is teaching us. It's not just saying thank you. It's saying thank you, not only just saying it constantly, but saying thank you to Hashem alone and recognition that I have nothing to do with this. Is not in my vocabulary. So the recap of so far: the gratitude of Hashem on His attributes as being Hodel Hashem Kitoiv. He is the benefactor. He is the judge, the master, and the performer of great miracles. And to Him alone, I should be giving thanks. However, there is a mafia. There's something holding me back, and that is lack of a muna in the Boiler Elam a lack of faith. The greatest obstacle to the children of Israel's drawing near to their God is a lack of faith. Those who don't believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, the Meshayra now turns to Bria Sa'olam and says, look at Bria. This is number five. Who makes the heavens with understanding stretch out the earth over the water who creates great lights 
את השמש למשלש ביום, את הכחוב והיורף, הכחוב למשלש בלילה. He turns to the Bria, as uh, uh, the Pesach says, he doesn't quote this, but the Pesach says, Look up to the heavens and see who created this. And and therefore the Manik as well should bring us the gratitude and to say, But that doesn't always happen either. There are those who are unmoved by nature, don't recognize Hashem through nature, so therefore, how is Meshayla now going to convince this person? We've been through what we've been through, we've come through the whole of Bria Olam, and we're now on for the Lamaka Mitzrayim B'Chayrehem. That's Kila Olam Kastoy, number 10. And he says, how do we do it then? We recognize God's actions in history. And starting off, the most important event that has ever happened to mankind is the exodus of the Bnei Yisrael from Mitzrayim. And with their wanderings in the wilderness, their battles with the mighty king Sichon and Oig, the bestower of the Holy Land and inheritance of the Jewish people. And in fact, the next 13 psukim deal with that world history starting with Lamakia Mitzrayim of Chorehem and going all the way through the Kriyash Yamsuf, and then Lemoilach Al-Moibar Midbar, number 16, Lemakim Melachim Gedolim, smiting great kings, Melachim Adirim, Sichem Melech HaMoiri, Oig Melech HaBoshem, Noisan Arnosan Arbetsom Lanachlo, Kilo Oilam Kastoi, Nachli Yisrael, Avdoi Kilo Oilam Kastoi. Go through world history of, of the Jewish people and the nations, and that also alone could help you to come to Hakora of the Boira Oilam. But if that is not enough, we've been through these, all, all these stages. The goodness of Hashem. Hashem is judge and master. The world of nature. The history of the B'nai Yisrael of the nations. And I still haven't got to this Hakarot that I want to make the world acknowledge. Where do I go to next? And then you have to look at where we stand. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu's kindness and goodness wherever we have been attacked as a nation. He has remembered us in our lowliness. Delivered us from our enemies. That should be a wake-up call. What we've been through in Jewish history and where we've been in Jewish history and how we've been attached throughout Jewish history and how Kodesh Baruch and that is what we actually say in our Gaza. We know what that history is. And therefore, we should be aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's input, his emunah, our emunah, as Bayru Umanik, and therefore, we should have HaKadosh Baruch we should say thank you. But there's the lowest of the low, there are those people who are not persuaded by that either. So what will actually persuade them? What is the conclusive means by which I will persuade them? And he says, hunger. Hunger. As we learned before, we learn from this pasuk, Koshim Azonashal Odin Kikriyash Yamsuf, as it writes, Nois in Lechem Lechol Boso, and Lechoza Yamsuf Lechazorim. That hunger, that need for food, for sustenance, for Parnosa, the pursuit of Parnosa, that, and he brings one example from history, Elion Achov, in Malachim, 
where there was no food and that the prospect of rain after years of famine that would bring forth bread from the soil the hope in the noisein lechem that even for the lowest will bring about we can all sing together and give thanks to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's why we say Hallelujah God on Seder night. Says I think it's absolutely wondrous. I don't know whether I've done it justice. Please do, if you have a Haggadah of the Lemon, please, please do read it. Okay, if we've got time now, are you ready? Uh, you've got a bit more time? I'd like to have a closer look at these six psukim. Because each one of them is... Uh, 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 I mean, when it gets too late to stop me. Uh, when, uh, these are the six psukim. The first one is, Lamaka Mitzrayim B'Bchay Reham. That's the first one of, 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 of the Kila Elam Chastai. That's Akarish Balchu caused the B'Chayim Pshutai, you would have thought that means to cause the... Cause the Bukharim to die. But it doesn't say that. It says the Makimitsaim Bibchorehem. With their Bukharim. So it would appear that the Bukharim did some of the damage. And the Medrash Saikhatayv, it's brought in a Taisvis, it's brought all over the place in different Midrashim. It says as follows. At the time that Akolish Bachu sent Moshe to warn the Bnei Yisrael, uh, warn the Egyptians of the Makkah Bachayos, Amalai, he said to them, Kachatoitalayla, or Meitzkal Bachaya. The Kachatoitalayla will come, or Meitzkal Bachaya, and all the Egyptian Bachayim will die. Nichnusu Kola Bachayos, Eitzalavo Sehem. All the firstborn went to their fathers for Amulehem and they said Kamash Amar Moshe everything Moshe has, has said so far in all the Makkas Hevi Aleinu has come about and has come to us Ein Atom Mavakshim Shinichya do you not want us to live? Boyovay Tzirata Ivrim Ho'elu Ebeneinu let's get rid of the Jews the Imlav we're going to die said the Bukharim to their fathers Heishivulehem the fathers answered them but Amulet said, I feel a column in Sleem Mason, even if all of Egypt dies, Enam Yotzim Ibkan, they're not leaving. So what does the Bukharim do then? Nichnusu Kala Bukharim says, so Paro. They went to visit the Pharaoh. Boyo Mitzavkin La Paro, and they screamed to Paro, Vaimun Mavakoshim Encha, we request from you, Hoytzir Sawanzer, take out this people. Shibishvilam Rotova Yaleno Alecha. All evil will come to you and to us. Amulet so he said to his servants, Go beat them up. Get rid of them. Hit them on their, their legs. Get them out of here. At that point, what did the firstborn do? They went out. Each one took his sword. And killed their fathers. It doesn't say that the firstborn were smitten. It said Egypt was smitten by their firstborn, El Lamak Mitzrayim, 
And that is how it happened. That's how it happened. And the Medrash goes on and says, They killed out 600,000 of their fathers. Okay? We'll come back to that 600,000 in a minute. Back to the Medrash. I want to finish off the Medrash because it's a very, very lovely Medrash. Rabbi Ovin, B'Shem Rabbi Yudha Ben Pazi Oimeh, B'Shem Bas Paroi B'Chayla Hoysa. She was Paroi's firstborn. Over Svilose Shal Moshe Nitzulo, she was saved by the prayer of Moshe D'Chsev, Ta'amer Kitoi Sachro, La Yichba Balayla Neo. Leil Ksev, it's written Leil, not Laila, Kamada At Oimeh, as it says in the Apostle, Leil Shemurim Lashem. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davan for Bisya, and that is how she escaped Marcus Bechoros. So interesting little bit of an additional medrash. Bechoros, yeah, as, as I said, interesting little bit of firstborn women as well. For all the rest. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. No, no, I know. As I said, an interesting piece of medrash. That's what I quoted. You have a look at medrash Shachatov again. Bring it up on the Haggadah. That's what I say to the children when they ask questions. You bring it up that on Saturday night. Yeah, and he was kept alive for 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 later days. Anyway, that's the medrash. But there is a little bit to add. If you have a look at the Medrash, the Medrash quotes that they killed 600,000. There is another Mechilta, Rabshim ben Yechoi, who quotes the Posuk in Yeshaya Hanavi. Yeshaya Hanavi, in Perak Mem Gimel Posuk Gimel, says as follows Ki ani Hashem Aleikecho, I am Hashem your God, Kadosh Yisrael, the Holy One of Yisrael, Moshiach who saved you, Nostati, I have given Chofrecho. Your redemption, your ransom, Mitzrayim. Six hundred thousand adult males of Klai Yisrael left <coughs> Mitzrayim. They needed redemption. They needed to be let out. Maybe they shouldn't have been. Nunshari Tuma, etc. They shouldn't have been. That redemption was given by the death of the six hundred thousands of Mitzrayim that died. That's what the Medrash says. And it, Rashi, Rashi, on, on the Posik in Yeshaya, writes, Shayukal Yisrael Chayovim clear. Chayovim clear that the Kral Yisrael Chayovim should have been wiped out. They were their ransom and their redemption. And because of the 6, 600,000 men of, Yis- of Mitzrayim died, therefore B'nai Yisrael, the 600,000 adult male of Kral Yisrael, were able to leave Mitzrayim. That's the Makim Mitzrayim Biv Choyrehem. That's Pasuk Yud. Pasuk Yud Aleph. Vayotze Yisrael Misoichom. And the Ma'am Loyes offers three insights into this Pasuk. Vayotze Yisrael Misoichom. That's Pasuk number 11. Yud Aleph. And he brought out Yisrael from the midst of Mitzrayim. Number one, the chesed of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Eloi hotzei Hakadosh Baruch Hu mitzrayim. Then honor of a name of a name of a name. We should bottom or yield in the power of mitzrayim. We would have still been there. So yotzei Yisrael mitoychom kiloylam chatzoi by bringing us out. That was the chesed. Mitoychom shahayim uravim behem. They were mixed up with the Egyptians and they were entering the nun shari tuma and therefore were not as I just mentioned. Well known, they weren't deserving of redemption. Mitoychom 
from their midst, from the midst of the Egyptians, that was another chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by Yotze, and he alone, Bechvod of Atzmoy, brought us out. Not through a shleach, but he himself led us out of Mitzrayim. So by Yotze, you saw Mitzrayim, because if he wouldn't have brought us out, that's the chesed, if he wouldn't have brought us out, we would have remained there. Mitzrayim is a, is a key word here as well. We were part and parcel of the Avodazar of Mitzrayim, and not only that, the chesed he did was HaKadosh Baruch himself brought us out of Mitzrayim. He must have been intermingled with him because Pasach yeah, yep. jumped over our houses. Yep. What is often missed, by the way, just Agav, it's not necessarily to do with this, but it's got to do with, 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 with Pasach. Very interesting. Most people do not realize, and the Tziv is very, very clear, and other Mepharshim, and the Tziv actually says it very clearly, do not realize that there were stratas in Kalyus world as well. We all know Shevet Levi. Oh, Shevet Levi were learning in Kailal and never got, never got involved in the... In, 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 in. But there were businessmen in Mitzrayim. There were entrepreneurs in Mitzrayim. There were those who had held high office in Egypt's hierarchy. There were those who lived a life of luxury in Mitzrayim. And those are the ones that didn't want to go. Those are the ones that actually died in Choshech. And you know, it's some, you know, it's a part of the Jewish history that it's just never mentioned because we are the ones that came out. But to recognition that that is what happens in Golos. What happens in Golos is we attach ourselves to the host nation, and we attach ourselves to the host nation at our detriment, at our, uh, you know, at our, at our, at our own um, cost. And, you know. Germany, yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens again and again and again. It happens in Spain. It happens, it happens in Britain. It's happening in America. <laughs> I mean, you know, but we, we can see it happening. That is the way Golas works. And there were these people, and therefore, they they were in the Nunsharitumah. Nun included the physical life that they were leading, and they lived besochom amongst the uh, nations. Anyway, let's go on. Right. There is Biyot Chazok comes from a Pasuk which is from the Pasukim of of of, 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 of Bikurim of Kisovo um, which we which the whole of God is based on of etc and Biyot Chazok says the Haggadah Zuha Dever this refers to the pestilence that Yad Hashem was going to be against your cattle, Hashem right? And then, this is the sword of Makas Pechoyos, as it says, So, Biyokazok refer to the Deva and the sword of Makas Pechoyos. So far, so good? The question is posed by many men in the Farsha of the Haggadah, why are these two makas singled out? Deva and Cherev. And in this process again we see Biyachazach was going to which is a quote. But why these two are singled out as these makas? So the first shot given is that the was is actually just a to picture like a gibber, like a strong man will exercise one person from another, he will use his strength. It's just a, 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 something that, is, that we can understand. 
But why pick out these two makas? Says the Ma'amloes, himself did it, so the Yad Hashem, it's Hakadosh Baruch himself. His name is mentioned with the with the Maka of a Makas Mechayros. The Ova Hashem Lingoif Es Mitzrayim. Hashem himself passed over Egypt to smite the Egyptian Mechayim. So we have the Hakadosh Baruch himself with these two Makas, and that is Pshat and Hagodah as well. Right, which brings us to the last two ideas that I want to say over. And they're both Midah Kenegi Midah, which is a bit of a favourite topic of mine, as you might have guessed over the years. Um, the Midah Kenegi and it says here, L'goize Yamsuf L'gzorim, Kodesh Baruchu separated, divided the Reed Sea, the Yamsuf. Ooh, that's strange. It's usually Makri to call it the Reed Sea. And he's, he's actually, the prince is put in red. It's the Red Sea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yam Suf. Suf is uh, the. No, he, he's written Red Sea here, which is unusual. Right. Um, must be printing out. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the, 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 the Red Sea into parts. Now, there is a. The. Maril Diskin, Mishule Diskin, Rav Yushlaim, quotes the Medrash. The Medrash is Shemais Rabba, Pasha Chaf Aleph. And he talks there, the measure says, the schus Avram, says HaKadosh Baruch in the merit of Avram, I will split the sea for them. Shinema, as it says, concerning the Akedah, the Avake Atse Oilo, that Avram split the wood for bringing the burnt offering, for Oima, the Avaku Amayim, it says in the Prophet concerning Pir Shamsuf, and HaKadosh Baruch split the water. Okay? On the face of it, we would learn the Medrash, very simply, the schus of the Akedah is the schus for Kriya Shamsuf. Okay, how and why does that work? And the Posuk, it's based on Vayavake Atzeola, Vayavake, it doesn't happen by chance. So what's going on? So he says a beautiful, beautiful idea, um, based on a Gemara in Sanhedrin, well-known din in Sanhedrin, Daflamad Hay, there is something called Inui Hadin, which is where you cause anguish or mental pain and prolong the judgment in such a way that the person who is going to be punished actually is hurt and afflicted by the weight. For example, the Gemara there in Sanhedrin is talking about you don't do um, judge a capital case on Arab Shabbos because in case it's prolonged the person found guilty will then have to wait till after Shabbos in order to have the death sentence carried out and we can't do that because it's inu hadin it's going to cause anguish because to the recipient and you can't add you, yes, he's going to get the death sentence he deserves it, whatever it was, the death penalty is coming his way however, to put more on him than necessary would be wrong, you can't use inu hadin you can't cause more anguish or pain than is, de- than is decided by the judgment. When Avom Avinu took Yitzchok to the arcade, Avom Avinu knew that it was going to be Yitzchok. Yitzchok didn't know. Had, by the time they reached the Mokim of the arcade, Yitzchok actually knew already that it was going to be him. 
had at that point Avram Avinu split the wood to put onto the Mizbeach that would have been Inu Hadin that would have been making Yitzhak wait for the Akedah to happen and then it says the Amayim HaKadosh Baruch who split the sea in one go he didn't split it piecemeal as we walked along the sea opened up in front of us that would have been Inu Hadin the Jewish people have got the Mitzvim behind them they're running into an unknown quantity they're worried about drowning and their footsteps are causing that's Inui, that's an anguish and a mental anguish uh, and, 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 and mental pain that they don't need so HaKadosh Baruch split it in one go that it became dry land completely and that is the middle connected middle just as Avram Avinu had been careful of the mental anguish not to cause Yitzchok any additional pain by splitting the wood and making Yitzchok wait on the Arkadah to in order to have the wood split for the, for the burning of the oil similarly HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't make the Bnei Yisrael wait in any way and cause them any further anguish once the sea, sea was to be split it split in entirely and they could see dry land ahead of them I thought that was a very beautiful Midikonegid middle. And just to finish off, just to finish off, another Midikonegid middle because it says, Vanir Pala Vachelu Bayamsuf. And Hakadish Baruchu overthrew the army in it. He, he shook them in the Yamsuf. Why didn't he wait till they got out to the other side? <laughs> What's this, this need to, to close the Yamsuf over them? What's the Midikonegid middle of closing the Yamsuf over them? could have brought death to the, to the Egyptians in many different ways why, why use this way it's it's the Egyptian nature when the brothers came down and Yaakov came down and Yosef came down they opened their doors of Egypt to them the doors of Egypt was open wide of course we want you here <laughs> Yosef is the saviour of Egypt Yaakov is his father the twelve brothers are strong, they herd sheep, whether we like it or not, they're good at their job, and we use sheep as our God. Yes, come, here's Goshen. When Yosef and his brothers and all the Shvatim died down, they closed the doors behind them. You're now slaves. You're entrapped. You're not going anywhere. When Akadosh Baruch wanted to punish the Egyptians for, for the, the, the slave of Mitzrayim, he did it in exactly the same way. He opened the doors of the, uh, of the Yamsa for them. The Egyptians charged ahead. And then, in the same way that they had closed the doors on the Jewish people, HaKadosh Baruch closed the doors, so to speak, on Mitzrayim and drowned them in the Yamsa. Maybe all be very, very soon to sing the Hala HaGado, the bringing of the Kaban Pesach with the coming of Mashiach this year, Amen. Thank you very, very much.